1: and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator, Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host, in the Clark Ford Studios,
2: Neil McCready. Welcome into episode number 13. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Of McCrady and Siski powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCrady. I don't need 45 minutes today. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tyler Siski, who's got all sorts of stuff coursing through his veins. I uh, will be with you for the next, I don't know, hour and change or whatnot. Um, Tyler, very disappointed after yesterday. Um, Tottenham let an opportunity to get a, a big win get away. They, they had, drew, got a draw with West Ham. Is that water polo? It was water polo. Okay. Um, yeah, it was water polo. It was soccer, English Premier League. So we're brought to you by Rain. Uh, I'll tell you this: I'm wearing uh, this is a football shirt. I do. Do you know that already? I, that's an army shirt. This is uh, my guy, Coach Nuke, Frank Nicaro. Yeah, uh, Frank. Frank's my friend, my buddy. Uh, Frank sent me this as uh, he says, "Get ready for Army Coastal Carolina with these uh, team issued shirts from the Army Navy game from last year. The Wolfhounds who fought in Korea. So uh, that's awesome." I've got, I've got like personal connections in Army Coastal Carolina. Michael Benson, the the chancellor at Coastal Carolina, is a really good friend of mine. And then Frank at Army. How about but that? But Michael's not sending me any Coastal Carolina gear, and so I guess I'm for Army.
3: And Jeff represents uh, Grayson McCall, the quarterback there.
2: Oh, how about that? Yeah,
3: we'll talk about Jeff a little bit.
2: Oh, is uh, man you playing right now? Is that on Peacock? Well, if it is, I'll turn that on so well that Tyler done. can well, make sure he sees I love sees you and this. all, but
3: God dang, dude, you're killing me. This is – we don't do – this soccer even allowed today? This is a national holiday.
2: Yeah, in fact, sun, Saturday is going to be a great day because Tottenham plays at 10 a.m. If you watch soccer on Saturday, we've got to get you checked out. I'm going to watch the first part of it. Come on, man. I'm not watching that stupid game day show. No offense, it's bad. I mean, I, and I, I know it was at one point a great show, but what they're allowing – I just listen to
3: the to the song and have it on the background as I cook breakfast and start drinking beer.
2: What I don't like, I like I, the the Lee Corso thing is it's, it's time to let him go. It is. It's time to and and maybe they just don't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to. Whatever. But they're just holding that seat for Nick. Well, they better hustle. <laughs> oh, it's on USA. It's even better. How about that? All right. That'll tell you everything you want to
3: know. It's on USA. It's kind of like my wife hit me with that the other day. Kind of like, like the like, World Series on TBS. Well, is what you're saying? Well, she's saying NASCAR's on USA now, so that'll tell you everything you need to know about
2: NASCAR. So, well, you know, my friend, um, my friend Tommy Prater, who you know, yeah, Tommy the Moose, yeah, Tommy will also tell you. on that football team. Tommy will tell you that NASCAR's uh, NASCAR's mistake was years ago worrying about the big screen and not about the little screen. Oh. This screen. He'll tell you that's where NASCAR made their big mistake when they had opportunity.
3: They said Ed Orgeron grind. Ed Orgeron should replace uh, Corso. That'd be great. I'd watch that.
2: All right, so we got some Premier League soccer going for Tyler now. He's ready to go. Let's see. I'm, for the first time, I'm going to try the Rain Inferno Red Dragon. All right, so, Bob, I had – good gracious. Made a splash and everything. You just
3: short-circuited your board over here. Hopefully we're all right. <laughs> all right, so, Bob uh, has got me – got you – uh Cracked out a little bit today since you got a long day. How good is that, though? Oh, that's fantastic. It's the best tasting stuff ever, isn't it? That's my new
2: favorite. It is like a a Hawaiian punch without the sweetness. Okay. I can see that. Does that make sense?
3: Yeah, this is the one I said tasted like cherry the other day. So
2: you know how when you drink a Hawaiian (laughs) punch, and I haven't had a Hawaiian punch in a long time, but if you drink a Hawaiian punch, you're – this is yeah. smack with sugar. Right. This tastes like Hawaiian punch, but without that, which yes. is
3: great. And the cool part is, is it has citrulline in it, and that speeds up your metabolism, which I need all the help I can get. Well, I do too. So I knew you would like that. Because Siri's
2: been yelling at me this week, your steps are down. Your steps are down. You're not walking as much. And I'm like, I know, Siri. I'm doing 4,000 podcasts. Yeah, you're, you're, you're,
3: you need some help today. We're going to get you some juiced up. We're going to make some money. I'm fired up today, ready to go. Grime, what what we got tonight, man? Who you rolling with? I, I think uh, I only like two games tonight. We'll talk about all that. I got. I'm with you. I got like 13 games that I'm I'm going to bet on this weekend. Okay, I like 13 games, so I've narrowed it down to my um, my final five. I'm having I'm having a tough time with my fifth favorite one, so I'll figure it out before we get started.
2: Jerry Duke says Houston nut could. Uh, Take Corso's role. Who says no? I, I suspect ESPN says no. And, you know, it would be interesting. I actually need to reach out to Houston and see if he'd come on the show. I, yeah. He, he, he might do it because I think the grudge is probably over by now. I never had a grudge. He he didn't like me. He said I was bad for the program. You think everybody doesn't like no, you, though? Houston, no, Houston said that. Oh, he said Oh, it he, he said it out loud, yeah, oh, at, at, a, at a club, and it got back to me.
3: His brother was the basketball coach at uh, Arkansas State when we were there. Dicky, he's now an assistant at Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude.
2: All right. This is brought to you by uh, our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I'll tell you about Houston. I, I took the old Miss, Miss beat job, and uh, I took it like in January of 08. I didn't start until March because uh, I, I wanted to finish, you know, my obligations in Mobile, and I didn't want to leave too soon because Laura and the kids were going to still be there until the right. end of the school year because Campbell was in the first grade. And looking back – she could have finished the first grade up here. It would have been fine. But we didn't want to do that to her at the time. So, whatever. Um, Looking back, that was really stupid, right? To risk. It was kind of dumb.
3: I've been on both. I've done both. Um, After, and ironically, it was when we came here from Arkansas State. When we moved here, I left uh, Aaron and the boys' stayed in Jonesboro. And it was just two hours away now. And – we were getting a house finished or whatever. And so we got into our house here uh, August the 1st. And so I spent myself and Corey Batoon, we lived together. Um, we stayed in uh, a condo, a booster condo, basically, and waited till the kids finished out school and all that stuff. That was the hardest eight months of my life. That was so, you know, you get in a routine with your kids and your family and just leaving them behind. And soon as that happened, I remember telling my wife, that was what, 2012, I guess, yeah, somewhere in 2012, I told her never again. So from Mm -hmm. that point forward, whenever we moved, when one left, we all left. And so we went to Tuscaloosa, we all left to go to Tuscaloosa. We went to Mobile, we all left in the middle of the year and just started the kids. And it really, as the kids have gotten older, helped a little bit because they were able to meet a couple of friends and stuff before the summer started. Right. And they were getting at that age, but... Yeah, I'm on I'm on No Man, No Soldier Left Behind. That's that's the uh model I'm in right now.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't handle it well, but I came up um I was covering a basketball game up here. I guess Alabama or Auburn were playing up here. And so I made an appointment to go in and see Houston. Just to say hello, I'm gonna be covering you and stuff. It went bad on day one. Went terrible. Um I walked into his office. We were talking for a minute, but almost right away he goes you had a radio show in Mobile, didn't you? And I went, yeah. And he had gotten, remember that when he got in trouble at the Cotton Bowl with all the texting with the girl, the TV anchor? Remember that? I don't remember that. It was like hundreds and hundreds of texts and they people were coming after him and they'd fo- been
3: some things since then. Yeah, they,
2: they'd foiled his phone and all that stuff. And we, you know, joked about that on the radio because that's what happens, yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. And, and he was he was on that, and then he, yeah he he knew that I had been critical of Orgeron at at Ole Miss because at the time he was replacing Ed, right, and you know it was, that was a disaster, and and I was critical of it, in Mobile, and so it had gotten back to him that I was out to get and all that stuff, and yeah, he never once trusted me. Day one, day one, Good uh, start. I had multiple multiple uh, coaches. That had either left during that time, like, at, during his, like, his coaches were maybe there for two years, or, at, and then it happened at the end when they were finished. I'd see some of those guys, I won't name names, but three different guys that were on that staff apologized to me after their tenure was over, when they were still here. Wow. It was bizarre. Yeah. It was just bizarre. It was, the whole thing was just nuts. But anyway, it's not about that. It was right.
3: a bizarre ending, I know, because we came into a shit show when we got here. That was so a- when, that's why. Because of that though,
2: 2011. was the single. And Jared's on the stream. And sorry, Jared. And you know that you know what we am you know talking about. And he, you know, Jared could probably tell you a thousand stories. Yes, I'm sure. Could. Um, probably it, educate me. It was just a disaster. Look at you looking up. It's like Leicester City, man. You. It's
3: just the motion. I was just. 13, I started getting motion sickness. Thirteen. Uh, I'm not doing it again. Thirteen I'm gonna, minutes I'm gonna, in. We'll put a blinder over here. <laughs> no, but I, that's why. All kidding aside, because of that and knowing what. That was the first one as a coach that I'd gone into um, where the coach had been fired early before the end of the season. And that's why if an, any athletic directors ever listening, I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't Finish care if season. you're over an 11. You can go ahead and start. Look, agents will talk to you. That's the biggest bulk, crock of bullshit ever is you're going to fire a coach to start your search early. You don't have to fire the coach to start a search. It never happens. Every, Trust me. When you start losing enough games, you'll start getting those text messages if you're an AD from the from the agents. They'll reach out and let you know. Um, you can start doing things, but there is no accountability on the kids. It was a – I mean, I can't even – I don't even want to go into it how big of a disaster it was when we got here from a – uh, account. Let's just call it an accountability uh, <laughs> sector. Yes. And Jared's gonna know, and he's gonna laugh, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. But it was it was a, it was crazy, man. So from that that reason, I don't care how bad it gets. Let them finish it out. All right. So
2: where do you want to start? We're gonna get to picks at the end. You'll do picks at the
3: end, we'll do, or
2: or or do you want to start with picks?
3: Let's do picks now, because you know next week we're gonna have the NFL in it too. So okay. Uh, here's what we'll do. All right. All right. So I'll let you start it, since I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of. I'll, or do you want me to start it?
2: I tell you what. First, we're going to thank Grind for the super chat. He says he's got he he, these are his picks. He's got the over for West Virginia versus Pitt, the backyard brawl. He's got the that? over for Louisiana Tech, Missouri.
3: I got it. You got those numbers? Yep. So we got over at 50 and a half. I like that. Good pick.
2: And he's got he's locked in on TCU minus ten and a half on a on a three All right. teamer.
3: La Tech over is sixteen and a half. It may have moved, but it's what it was this morning. Uh, Sixty
2: and a half. Tech's going to score points and they're going to give up points. I like that yeah, over. I like that's, that. That's, that's, that's a good be a high over. scoring game. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. uh, I didn't want to touch the uh, the point spread on that one. And then he's got the dude, TCU minus. Grind, you're going to win, dude. I, I think TCU is going to run, run him out of the building. We'll talk about Thursday games here in a minute. But now what I'll say is we'll start. We'll go. I'll, I can start or you'll start. But we'll do our five and then our one. And then I'll kind of lock those in. And for the competition. And you'll lock yours in, and then let's talk about some games like that are going on night that I'm going to bet on. They're just starting in my five because I don't want to be holding out if, if I. Because sometimes I say I'll I'll suck at this, but I'll end up winning for the weekend because of my other bets. So hopefully I'll pick the right five this week. All right, you' gonna start it
2: or you gonna start it? I'm gonna let you start because I'm trying to pick my. F- still I'm still trying to go. I've got I've got eight that I'm, but I'm not gonna pick an SEC game, so I'm down to seven. Okay. One of the games that I really like is Arkansas minus six and a half against Cincinnati. I like it a lot, but I'm not I'm not going to pick SEC games in this, so that's out.
3: All right. So I'm going I'll start mine uh one of my first official five picks for the competition okay. is going to be, since you brought it up, is going to be Arkansas minus six against Cincinnati. Um I think it's just going to Fayetteville. I think they got too much to replace. Uh have looked a lot at it. I think you're going to end up I kind of like the under a little bit in this game, surprisingly. What is the over/under on that? Um, it is. Uh, I got it right here. Give me a second. It's uh, it's fifty-two and a half. It seems low, but I kind of like it for some real weird mm. reason.
2: Um, I kind of like the over there, but that's real close. Yeah,
3: it's accurate. I just I think there's going to be better. Actually, defense you know what? I kind of do game. like the under there. I think there's gonna be better defense playing that game than people expect, but I just think I've got
2: like in my mind I've got like thirty to twenty.
3: Yeah. I can see that. I just like when you got early-season games, when you got offensive-minded coaches versus defensive-minded coaches. It usually is a low-scoring game. Um, but that's what I'm rolling with. I'm going with Arkansas minus six for my first official pick of the season in McCready versus Siski. Have we decided what our punishment is yet?
2: We have not. All right, we'll do that to end. Okay. I'm going to go big on my first pick. All right, what you got? I'm going big on pick number one because I just believe that sometimes you just got to let it go and you just got to tell people – what you're doing, Ohio State minus 17 at home against Notre Dame. I am laying the 17 points. I think the Buckeyes are that good. I think they're an offensive machine, maybe the best offense in the country. And I think they're going to roll the Irish. Wow, you went there. I did. I told you I'm gonna go bold on pick I like one. It. I'm going I like bold it. on pick I'm go- one. I'm locking you in. I, I like it. Um Ohio State minus the
3: 17. I'm personally, I went through all the all the numbers. I am personally not um betting this game at all on okay. myself. I just don't know, man. Um I think it I can see I can see Ohio State, you know, proving a point, going out there and just beating the shit out of somebody, right? Yeah. But at the same time, if I I kinda like the over in this. If you it's at fifty nine and a half. What do you think about that? I'm not betting it. I'm just saying I I did have it highlighted as a possible personal wager for the weekend. Uh I wouldn't be
2: surprised if they went over.
3: Because I think Ohio State is going to score points. Yeah, and Notre Dame will probably score some too. It's just a matter of are they going to keep it within I didn't feel comfortable with them keeping it within seventeen.
2: I've I've got in my mind something along the lines of forty eight to twenty four.
0: Well,
3: that's over then. Yeah,
2: I I think it's an over. I think Ohio State's gonna score a bunch of points. I do man. too. I do. I I, I just They do. always
3: seem to in these games.
2: They're they're really athletic. The super athletic teams are the ones that Notre Dame struggles with.
3: Yeah. And the only time that they've really,
2: you know, have And I score- love Stroud, man. I do. I love Stroud. I, yeah. I, I think I think I think the sky's the limit for him.
3: I think it's interesting that he's got the marquee matchup on first weekend to probably extend himself into don't think that it's not going to get in Heisman voters' minds if he goes sure. out there in the only primetime game, you know, sure. the biggest game of the week. He's going to get a jump start on those guys, sure. and they're going to play to human catch up. nature. I mean, yeah.
2: everybody makes fun of Heisman voters, and I get it because it's a super. I, it, I'm one of them. I, I know, and I don't. I, I, I'm a voter, and I, I make fun of it. Are you really? Yeah, I've been a voter for a long time, but Dude. but the, the 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 you're right though. That prime time game, like for me, right? Yeah. Here's the problem: being a Heisman voter, I'm going to be at Vault Hemingway from about one until about. Let's assume. Let's say Ole Miss wins by the line. Okay, Ole Miss wins by twenty-one points. Yep. I'll have my column basically written before the end of the game. I'll have to write some notes and stuff. I'll do. I'll get on Chase's show. By the time I get back, it's eight thirty. I'm going to see the second half of Ohio State Notre Dame. I'm not going to see a lot of other games. It's why it, it just makes it so difficult to do, really. And so, yeah. I'm going to look at – what am I going to see? I'm going to see highlights. I'm going to see stat lines. And, yeah, a name's going to get in my head a little bit because I'm a human being. Right. And over the course of the year, I start narrowing it way too much. And it's it's like why wow, Will Anderson didn't win last year. It's not because people – it wasn't offense-defense. It was people didn't think about him until it was so too late. late.
3: Yeah. I got a question for you randomly. All right. This might be boring as hell to some people, but I'm just curious. When you're at a game and you're covering a game and you're writing, do you write during the timeouts or do you write as the game's going on? As the game goes on. Um, so you may miss plays and stuff
2: by writing? If the game's getting out of out of control?
3: If it's a good game.
2: No, I'll write during timeouts. I
3: got you. I was just curious.
2: I know y'all did that. I just didn't know when they yeah. did it. Well, here's where that comes from. Like The this best story I've got is Auburn and Florida a few years ago. Remember when Auburn knocked off Florida when they were number one? Yes. That game kicked off at eight thirteen. My deadline that night was like 10.45. The game wasn't over. You understand my point. Oh, yeah. So You the had pay- to
3: write two stories at the same time? I had
2: three stories. Oh, shit. I had a running story that I could switch. I had an Auburn wins and a Florida wins. And I had it segmented on my thing. And I would just keep rolling. That game went back and forth. Auburn won on a Damon Duval field goal. At the, <laughs> my at the, man. I think with less than a minute to go. He's a beaut. And... Um, yeah, so at the end of that game, I mean, the biggest concern you had was, hey, did I send you the right copy? Because it's all sitting there, and you're jammed, and you're hustling, and it's loud, and you can't hear, and you can't think. And,
3: <laughs> that would be fine. Because that
2: was an open press box, and Jordan Hare was loud that night. And, yeah. You know, in in the aftermath of that game, because Florida was number one in the country going into that game. And, um, yeah, that was – you have to write. you you just got to be done. I mean – Duvall's kick is the lead, but all the other stuff that's already happened that you're kind of positioning, it's there. And then on the other side, you've got Duvall not making the kick, Florida winning, and you're writing about how Auburn ha- had a shot and Florida escaped and blah, blah, blah. And then you've got this other story in the middle that's kind of like just paragraphs that you can move either way. Yeah, that's... God bless you. All right. But those I mean, days were kind of... You were like juice now. You would, you'd walk out... You'd finish one of those... You felt like about six of these were coursing through your veins. You had so much adrenaline pumping in those moments.
3: Do you know, after you drink that right there, I will be tuning in to the call-ins tonight just to see your response. We got We need to have a call-in and get our boy to call in. What was the guy's name that have me cracking up? Sean. Sean. I got to have yeah. my man Sean we call need Sean in Sean to call he, in. He could be a weekly guest. All it? right, so what's your second pick? All right, number two. <clears throat> I'm going to fall right into the trap. I am taking... Oregon, plus 17 and a half <sighs> against Georgia. All right, hear me out. I'm listening. I'm just going to do it. I, I think Georgia wins the game. Georgia, quick you, client. Um, I I think they win the game, and I think they win it okay. But with Dan Lanning coming back to Georgia, you can't throw that away. He knows the defense. He knows that there's – just like Lane knows when he plays Nick, right? You, you know the – The quick game, the the little the RPOs and things that cause that defense problems because he was the defensive coordinator, so he's going to know what uh, buttons to push to move the football. All right, and then two, you got Bo Nix at quarterback at at uh, at Oregon. Mm -hmm. He's not going to be intimidated. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to be he's not some just random guy that's never played in a game before. He's played in a lot of big games and a lot of big games against Georgia. Um, so I think they score enough points to keep it close and cl- keep it interesting. the The big thing for me here is I think Georgia's going to be better on offense than they were last year, a year ago. Um, but at the same time, Dan Lanning goes against that every day, and so he 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 has enough to where he knows what he needs to do to move things around to keep it a little closer than normal. And Georgia seems to come out of the gates a little slower the first games of the year. So I'm going I'm going Oregon plus seventeen and a half. I'm falling into the trap. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. That's just too many
2: points with Oregon. All right, with my second pick, with the second pick. With the second pick. I'm staying inside the state of Oregon. I've got Oregon State covering two and a half at home in Corvallis against Boise State. Wow. There you go. Oregon State.
3: Now, what, what made you like that one?
2: I think Boise's a little overrated. Okay. Oregon State's very good at home. Had a good Lacks. had a good season last year. Finished finished with some momentum, and I like their team. Not to do big things, but to beat Boise.
3: That's interesting.
2: I two and a half.
3: Yeah, I played with that on my money line pick, but I did not pick it. It, it was something that I actually looked at. Okay, but, so uh, we we differ on this one. That's yeah, good. That's good. I I, di- differences are good yeah. sometimes. I'm interested in that game. I'll watch. I'll I'll, I'll have that one on. All right, pick three. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going. Um, this is going – I think this is maybe my favorite pick of the day. Okay. I'm taking the over in the North Carolina App State game. Oh. All right. The over is at 55-and-a-half. Is that right? That's what I had it, written it down. Make sure I make sure I typed that in there correctly when I typed on this deal. Yeah, it's at 55-and-a-half. All right. If you watched last week, FAMU scored 28 on North Carolina. They did with a depleted roster. I would hope that App State is better on offense than FAMU. And I think North Carolina has some issues on defense, slow, uh, scoring. That's where their issues are. But their issues not on offense. They have an explosive offense that can score. Uh, you know, our boy Longo is going to throw it deep 78 times in the first quarter. Yep. Uh, probably first down, second down, and third down. So he's going to take shots. He's got Josh Downs at receiver. The May kid looked really good at quarterback as a red shirt freshman. Um, over at 55-and-a-half, I think that's stealing. So I'm going North Carolina over 55 and a half in the App State game. All right. Pick three. So you're in
2: pick three for you. What you got? Pick three for me, I'm going with a big line. I'm, this is oh, not, no, you're not. I am. I'm not picking an upset, but I'm picking a team to cover. That's even worse. Who you got? I got UMass covering 29-and-a-half at Tulane. So I'm taking the Minutemen wow. and 29 and a half points because they scored some points the other day against Utah State. So they'll score against a lesser team in Tulane. And I think if they score enough, that's going to cover.
3: UConn them. played Utah State.
2: Oh, you're right. Let me take that back.
3: <laughs> I'm so, I was going to tell you. you Scrap. Are, All right, say. here we go. I hey, you know, if I wasn't your friend, I would have just let you ride with that and I wouldn't have said anything <sighs> to you and I'd just let you get a zero it's on that. It's been a week.
2: Um, all right, here's one. I was prepared to go Illinois plus two at Indiana. It's now up to three. And so I'm going to take the extra point. I'm going to take the fighting Illini plus three at Indiana. You're going against my guys? Your guys sucked last year.
3: Are you going against my man, Tom Allen?
2: They were not good last year.
3: And my man, Darren Hiller?
2: They were not good last year.
3: Oh, unbelievable. I mean, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really distraught right now.
2: Sorry to hurt your feelings.
3: No, this is – I'm going to bet that game as well. This is not one of my five, but I'm going to bet it personally just because my emotions involved. I'm like – You're betting the Hoosiers? Yeah, I'm going to bet the Hoosiers just because I ride with them and they're a Quick U client. Um, I will bet on all my Quick U clients this week. Except, guess what we got tomorrow night? The first ever – or actually it's the second ever, but the first one of this season. Quick U versus Quick U tomorrow night on Friday night with uh, uh, the Michigan State – Spotty Spottons and the Western Michigan Broncos. We got quick you versus quick you.
2: Oh, how about that? Yeah. Yeah.
3: So got I gotta be neutral on that I'm guy.
2: in all sorts of picks competitions. Troy Brown and I on, on the Troy Brown show, <laughs> we pick Mac games every week. I mean I feel like I'm just picking everything. So forgive me for having a brain. Hey.
3: Dude, issue. I get it. That's why I brought you the the, the Bud Heavy over there. I'm ready, You're ready to go. Yeah. All right, pick four. All right. I'm gonna I'll go to my fourth favorite one. Uh, this we're going we're going we can talk about this game. We, I think we should break this game down for the next hour and a half and make your day. <laughs> I'm going to the Ole Miss Troy game. Okay, all right? what you got? All right, so oh, I bet I know what you're about to do. All right, so the I'm betting the under at fifty-seven and a half. Where I'm a dumbass is it was at fifty-nine and a half to start the week and it's dropped. Okay. All right, I think look, people are. And I, I can say this. People are sleeping on Troy's defense in this game. Troy's got a really good defense. Yeah. Arguably, in these first four games, maybe the best defense they play. Now, um, who they play? Tulsa's got a good defense. Yeah. That's kind of week four, I think, they're playing It's week
2: four. They've got uh, – they open with Troy, and then they play uh, Central Arkansas at Georgia Tech and then Tulsa.
3: But this and everybody's like, well, this, this. Well – you know, well, let's talk about the Liberty Flames, right? So, Liberty goes to Troy last year. I think they have nine stars, nine or ten starters come back on defense. And Carlton Marshall is the Mike Backer who will probably break the all-time NCAA record for tackles this year. Yeah. From McGill-Tulin High School in Mobile, Alabama grind. Uh, was a walk-on at, uh, at uh, Troy. Um, but they got a great defense. And last year when they played Liberty, if it wasn't for Malik Willis, like, Malik Willis, they held him to hardly nothing, and he put them on their back and basically ran them to 21, you know, got him 21 points and all that stuff. Yeah. So, and I'm trying to stay away from the spread here. I, I see scenarios where it could go either way. I mean, I could see Ole Miss winning 45 to nothing, but then I could also see him winning 34-17. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's under. And, okay. and I think both defenses are going to uh, match up well against the other offense. Um, and when I say well, talking about Troy's defenses, I don't, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to come up here and roll fifty points up. You know, I don't think it's going to be one of those games.
2: Right. I don't. Uh, and, and Ole Miss with all the, with all the newness, newness, and new quarter. Whoever the quarter, whoever the quarterback is, it's his first start here. They haven't named one yet. They it, it, everything points towards Dart. But oh, okay. No, they have not named one. It'll be Dart. Yeah. Um,
3: but the anyway, long story short is, I just don't think that. I think there is going to be some bumps and some bruises and some mistakes, maybe a couple turnovers. I don't think uh, I don't think Ole Miss's uh, crazier things have happened. Obviously, I don't think there is any danger of losing the game, but I like the under at fifty-seven and a half. Either way, either a Ole Miss win and uh, it's under either way. That's pick number
2: four for me. What you got? Speaking of uh, Tulsa, I am taking Tulsa and laying the six and a half on the road in Laramie.
3: Dude, I was, uh, I studied that one hard. I, I like that pick. Thank you. I really like that pick.
2: I think Tulsa's going to be a little better than people think. Not going to be a great team, but they're solid. And Wyoming Wyoming's not good. They're, they're, their quarterback play is insufficient. And it's just – I think Tulsa's going to be pretty good defensively, as you mentioned. Yep. I think Tulsa's going to keep Wyoming to a low number, and Tulsa's going to score enough to cover six and a half points. I like them at Wyoming. It's not like going to Wyoming is – some intimidating venue or whatnot. The
3: only thing that, like my man DJ Elliot, that's where he played. So he would used to tell me the hardest, the hardest thing about going to Wyoming and playing is the, is the altitude, is the elevation. Yeah. And but you've been training in, in humidity this whole time down here. They'll be fine. You'll be this fine. early this early in the year. Um, but yeah, I, I like. Uh, I'm a big fan of that pick. I like that one. All right, I'm debating here. I still have have. I've got three games that I'm
2: staring at. All right, I, can't I have. Decide.
3: I'm good on my money line, um, but I'm, this I have is, a fear that we have the same money line. We probably do.
2: We've not discussed this, but I have a feeling that we do. All right.
3: So, gosh dang it, I got these two. All right, I'll do this in case you pick this game. Okay. Because I know you're you're not going to pick uh, SEC games. No, right? I'm going to
2: try to stay away from SEC games.
3: All right. I'll remind me to come back to this game because I'm going to bet on it. I think it's a easy easy money, okay. but. I'm taking LSU minus three oh, against. I love that. against Florida State. Love it. I'm hammering it. Love it. Uh, one of gonna, my favorite. Crush picks, them. But I have another one that's good too. Um, look, I, I just, I really, I mean, you're in. in yeah, New Orleans. I have three
2: SEC games I really like, and this is one of them. I love Mississippi State <laughs> minus the sixteen. Love it. Yeah, I want to talk um, about that one before we get done. I, I, I like, I like, I like Arkansas over Cincinnati as we discussed, and I love LSU minus. Oh yeah, there's like three points.
3: In New all, Orleans, all, all day. Brian Kelly's first game, um,
2: all day. I love, dude, I, I, I love that pick. Love I think it. they're going to be really good, and then and I don't even know that they're going to be really good. I just here's my thing about Florida State. I'm hearing too much stuff. There's too here, here's the deal. There's too much stuff about Norvell already. Yep, it's already percolating. It's September the first. We haven't even got to Overreaction Monday yet. It's September the 1st, and it's already percolating that, hey, this just doesn't work. It's not going to be any good. It's time to be searching, that they're already kind of putting out feelers, stuff like that. I don't I don't have any idea if it's true. <laughs> but my reporter instincts go, oh, okay. Is that your spotty sense? A little bit. And I, I'm pretty good with coaching search spidey
3: sense sp- d- hey, stuff. Can I tell you something? You are really good at it. I meant to tell you that. It's it's one
2: of my strengths I don't like it. as a reporter.
3: You know what else I like about you, though? I really do, because it's the way I am, and that's why I appreciate it, is even when your spotty sense was not good for the Cisco kid, you you told me anyway. I did. Even when it wasn't good. Any, anything, well, you knew
2: I was cheering for you guys. Yeah, no, like to I'm to my, not to the point. Just anything. I appreciate the honesty. But I did. I cheered for you guys. I would tell people all the time, like, man, I wish those guys would win. I'm. Mean, I, it was my – I've covered teams before where I got so tired of the coaches that it was hard not to cheer against them.
3: But even in recruiting, like you would say, hey, look, I I don't think you're getting that guy. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, how do you know? And you'd say something, I'd be like, mother, (laughs) you know.
2: But with you guys I can't, tell you, I
3: can't tell you the rest of the story, but yeah, with, with you guys I be fired was, I just said that.
2: With you guys, it was kind of uh it was kind of the opposite. I was like, Man, I wish those guys would win. That would be such a cool story and my job would be so much easier. It would have been easier. And, and yeah, but it just, you know. It'd have been a lot I mean, more fun too. It, it well it would have been it it, it would have been uh it would have been a good story, that's for sure. <laughs> right, and it would have been fun. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Your your fifth one, what you got? All right, so I'm down to three. All right. Talk through these a little bit. All right, let's talk through them. Actually, I'm down to two, down to two. I've got, I like Rutgers plus the seven at Boston College. I like it a lot. I also like North Texas plus the 11 at SMU a lot. And so these are like two of my friends here that I'm trying to choose which one I like the most because I like them both. And now that I think about it, I actually like a couple of those better than the ones I've already picked. But I I like North Texas plus the 11 and I really like Rutgers plus the seven. I'm a little scared of it because sometimes Boston College is okay, especially at home at Chestnut Hill. They're they're okay there. They'll play a little bit better. Yeah. And, hey,
3: the coach there, I, can't, I never can pronounce his name correctly. They're doing a hell of a job at Boston yeah, College.
2: Yeah, they're doing a really good for job. For Boston College. And I think Shiano's going to make Rutgers a tough out. Yeah. So I think I'm going North Texas plus the 11 against SMU.
3: I agree. Like – I was probably one of the very few people, you know, because that game was on Stadium or whatever it was on. It's on YouTube TV yeah. uh, last week, and it was it got rain delayed, and it didn't start to late. It was in the late window. Dude, North Texas is a good football team. Um, I It's was, actually
2: at home, by the way. It's in Denton. It's in Denton. Another reason.
3: And the only thing that, would scare, that I looked at that game, the only thing that scared me off of that as far as my five picks, I'll probably do it personally, um, but I've already got so many damn games I like. I just kind of axed it out is they got the their teeth kicked in by SMU early in the year last year. Yeah. But they've won – I think that it's, it's either their sixth or seventh straight – last week was their sixth or seventh straight league game they've won. So, they've been – they finished the year strong, and they kind of got the – he is – and like we talked they about – They were him, really good at the end of last yeah, season. Seth Latrell's done a great job there. Yeah, he's, he's a
2: rising coach.
3: And it was – and I'm happy for him because he's been there for just a little bit, and it's taken him a while to get it turned around. And I, and he was on the edge of getting fired. Like, if he didn't have a great – didn't finish the way he did, he probably would have been fired. And he's the guy that's got to turn around. So, I, I kind of like that pick. All right, what you got? All right, you know what time it is, don't you? Money line It's time. money line pick. It's underdog pick. All right. I like this game for a lot of reasons. And as I had it down on my six potential upsets on Monday, and it was just in my six. But every day that's gone by, and the more and more I've thought about it, and the closer and closer we
0: get to kickoff –
3: So I'm taking the Florida Gators. Oh. To straight up beat and destroy all the hopes and dreams of all of oh. you Utah fans. Wow. That all you Cinderella that want Utah to make the playoffs to beat them in the swamp. Six o'clock. That's what got me sold on it. I mean, it's everything. It's yeah. six it's prime time. Yeah. In the swamp. Billy's first game. Yeah. You got a national title contender coming in there. That place is gonna be nuts. Yeah. Okay. You're not playing in Tucson against Arizona boss. You're coming in the swamp and and those they don't play in that that environment. Okay. Uh they're gonna have athletes. I like Billy as a coach, obviously as a person, but like him as a coach. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get all the AR 15s number one draft pick stuff started up for Chase on Monday morning on Overreaction Monday because <laughs> I know he loves him. He loves him. He loves him. <laughs> he loves him. But look, I, I do, man. I think Florida. I'm going. Um, I think they beat them.
2: I do. All right, my money line pick plus one plus one eighteen. By the way, one eighteen. Okay, I, I actually could get more points here. You can. This is your chance. What you got? I am. Uh, I am going to go with your guy Will Hall and the Golden Eagles of Southern Mississippi. They're plus three and a half at home versus um, your other guy, Hugh Freeze and Liberty Flames. <laughs> Distracted Hugh Freeze. Goodness gracious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm good. So I'm going Southern Miss. <laughs> Southern Miss beats Liberty straight up at home. Will gets it going.
3: I'm trying to get the money line pulled up for you. I think it's,
2: it's plus 135. All right, I'll pull it up in a minute. I was choking there. <clears throat> all right, while you recover, I will tell you that we are also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch, Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TV's. 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit uh, Walk-Ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. Also, if you're watching the game at home or maybe you're tailgating in the Grove, whatever the case may be, let Walk-Ons take care of all your tailgating needs this season. Inquire today about their family and friends' bundles and tailgate platters. Order online or uh, at your convenient Walk-Ons app. And their app is awesome, by the way. The Walk-Ons app is terrific. And if you, uh, if you get it, you, get some, uh, you can get points built up. where You get a free appetizer, stuff like that. They've got all sorts of deals on the, uh, the Walk-Ons app. I've got that on my phone. It's a cool thing. So, again, Ridgeland or Oxford, if you pass by one of those, uh, stop in. Tell them that you appreciate them sponsoring MPW Digital.
3: I'll be stopping by there tomorrow. Get a little home game tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. So I
2: dropped the – Who's Oxford play? South No,
3: Yeah, South Manola at home. That's exactly who they play. I almost forgot.
2: Um, you an NBA guy at all? There's a, a the Woj bomb just dropped. They're talking about it in the thread. The Cleveland Cavaliers have acquired Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz in a trade. According to Adrian Wojnarowski, Cleveland will send three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps as part of the deal to Utah. For Mitchell, sources tell uh, – ESPN. I thought you were about to give me a... Uh... Here's the full trade. Utah's trading Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland for Laurie Markkinen, Oshar Agwaji, Colin Sexton. Wow. Three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps. That's a hell of a haul for uh, for Utah, which is now in full tank mode. There you go. In that Everybody, stuff. Everybody's tanking, trying to get my boy Victor Wimbanyama. Who is destined to play for the Thunder? He's just—I'm de- going to will it into existence. You're all plus right. one forty-three, by the way, on the okay, plus one forty-three on you my go. Golden Eagles. That's the—that's the end of the NBA talk before anybody loses their mind. That's all. That's it. Oh, you're good.
3: Because no I have nothing to contribute to it because I'm an NBA idiot. I'll, alright I'll—I'll watch it. I can follow like – I know who Donovan Mitchell is. I know I, – I, I watch the playoffs. So I don't the, watch – So Red the Red
2: season. Jazz in one offseason have traded Rudy Gobert yeah. and Donovan Mitchell. So they're they are admitting that the era is over and it's time to rebuild. And that's a really good trade for them.
3: Yeah. I watch the playoffs. Um, that's about it. But, uh, no, walk-on. So we go every Friday night when the home games. We drop them off. Yeah. So um, we had a great – in the chat last week, I had a great recommendation, where it was, the ribeye po' boy. I had that with the uh, onion rings the very large draft Miller Lite. And then mom and dad are coming into town uh, this weekend. So hopefully they're not listening on the way. So, because if they're listening on the way, then she will kick my ass when I go home. She'll, she'll be mad at me for cussing. So she's actually on her way here to hang out for the weekend. So, dad's going to hang out in the man so cave. So far,
2: I think you've done pretty well. I've done pretty well. Yeah.
3: I'm uh, painkillers are kicking in a yeah, little bit. Yeah. I was going to say, you tell your mom that if it, it's all painkillers, you're on drugs. You can yeah. blame it on the drugs. Yeah. It's all painkillers. <clears throat> um, but I feel better. That's the that's the key part. I'm getting old, man. Um, all right, I got. I got. I want to talk about a game that I think I, I'm, I'm betting on. I'll be interested to see what you think about this. Okay. And I'm, I was I left it out there because you said you weren't going to do SEC games. Right. I was being a team player. I was, and I, I left. Oh, this can game pick out SEC there. SEC games. I know, but I I left this as a non-SEC game. Oh, okay. And okay. I left it out there for you because okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a team player. I'm going to let Neil get him a free dub on this. Oh, one. oh did I miss one? Yeah, I think you missed a free dub. Okay, fill me in. Louisville, minus four and a half against Syracuse. And you got Cunningham coming back for Louisville. I think Louisville's going to be sneaky good. And they're going to be better than Syracuse. I didn't even think about that game. They're going to be better than Syracuse. Yeah. You're probably right. I like that game a ton. Like I I had a very tough time uh, uh, not going with that one. So I left it out there for you because I thought you were going to go uh, I was like that's too easy he'll see
2: that one no I didn't see that one I I didn't see that one the one that the one that I'm going to regret I think is Rutgers Boston I don't know I go both ways I, no, I like, okay. I like okay Rutgers plus the seven
3: yeah the only one you said that I probably want that I didn't I was like eh is the Boise State one Oregon State one yeah. I think everything else I was pretty much in agreement with Um, but I love I love Louisville minus four and a half there and then uh, alright here's some other ones I want to let I'll let everybody know what I'm betting on Okay, And we can talk about the games, too, because we're going to want to talk about them anyway. Overreaction Monday, we will. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned it earlier. I love Mississippi State, yeah. minus 15 and a half against Memphis. I do, too. Love it. To I the point too. where I was – I just like the other ones so much, I left them in there because I want to get to a good start. But To the um, point that
2: when you go place your bet, I might get you to put some on for me.
3: Yeah. So, I don't think – Memphis. I think Memphis is going to have a very, very, very difficult time scoring against that defense. Yeah, and I think state's gonna score points. I think they're gonna score they're going to
2: score points against look, against average defenses and I'm probably being sweet to Memphis if I call them average. They're gonna light those kind of defenses up, man. they Rodgers is a third year quarterback. He's very familiar with the system. They know what they're doing. Look, good defenses with a bunch of athletic linebackers and stuff. Take that stuff away. I yep. get it. It's fine. I'm not I'm not saying Mississippi State's world beaters yep. at all. But against teams like this, State could score 40-something points.
3: I think State scores in the 40s, and I think Memphis is in the teens at best. So, either way, I think they cover. I will be personally betting that one. I I love – I mean, that's easy. And then uh, got another picture for my boys at Georgia State today with all the rain. Uh, My man – we didn't talk about it. It was on our upset alert and all that stuff, but I will be personally betting it. Uh, The Georgia State – I like this one too. Panthers. Going – Getting 13, right? Uh, 12 and a half now, starting to move down. Yeah. Against South Carolina. Um, And I'm going to – and I'll say this. Look, Sean Elliott doesn't need any juice to be pumped up for this game. Yeah. I mean, this is really a big deal for him personally. Sure. I mean, he's going back to the place where he was the interim coach, and he loves it there, and he got the award from the governor about the Palmetto Citizen last week. I mean, he is Mr. South Carolina, and he's getting his first shot to go do that. He's going to be – to the point to where I wouldn't be sh- just shocked. And some, one in the next two weeks, they so they have South Carolina on the road, okay, this week, and then they come home and play North Carolina next week. I'm not going to be surprised.
2: If they get one of the Carolinas. They're going to get
3: one of them. I won't be shocked if they get them both. Yeah. But like. But I, um,
2: I love them covering the line. I, I And listen, I said this on the Oxford Exxon podcast, so please, those of you who are kind enough to listen to both, uh, forgive me here. I missed today. Did you talk about this game? We talked about South Carolina oh, a little bit. I, I know that. I'm, look, and I'm a big. I, I like Shane. I think. I think the job Shane Baimer's is, is, yeah, is, is doing is 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 great. But I do think they're getting a little too much juice for a bowl win. Yeah, it was a cool bowl win against a checked out North Carolina team, and they dumped the mayonnaise on him and stuff. And it was it was oh. it was. I don't know I hate it, but hey. yeah, I know I couldn't do it. But go. I just. I'm not. And I, and I know Spencer Rattler. I. I. I got it. I just need to see it. I, I, I'm not saying I'm wrong.
1: No. But, I like. Him but as like,
2: a, I, if you told me that, that Carolina came out of the gate at zero and three, I'd completely buy. Who it. they
3: got? Help me at out.
2: Arkansas and then Georgia at home. Oh shit. I mean, I mean, this, their schedule's rough.
3: I mean this this idea that they got just, the reverse Ole Miss schedule.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this deal that they're just going to have this meteoric rise as a program because Spencer Rattler came. Is just – I'm having a hard time with it. I really am. Yeah, I can
3: – I will say this. I think they're going – I don't know what their record's going to be. I just like them better than what they were last year because they had a GA playing quarterback. And I love what he's doing there. But that's just – I mean, I like what a lot of people are doing. But that is, this week they're playing my, my boys at Georgia State that are going to come out pissed off. And just the – I like them, dude. I, I don't know why. I love the way they play. I love the way they're coached. I love everything about them. On top of that, they're a quick U client. I mean, what are we doing? That's the trifecta, right? I mean, let's go. That's it. They're, let's let's do it. So, I'm I'm a fan of that one.
2: What else you got? All right, all right, go ahead. You the one that I, mean? the another one that I thought of, I just saw it on your sheet. Okay. The other one that I really came close to picking today was Purdue getting two and a half right. at home against Penn State.
3: Well, let's talk about the games tonight because I got two I'm gonna do tonight and it's it's fresh. Tell tell me what you got. What you like about Purdue game?
2: Where you at? Well. They're going to be juiced up at home for a home opener. Brom's going to have a really good plan because when you give him time, he always has a good plan. They're, they're a good offensive team. There's a couple of games that they played last year that stick out in my head, one in particular where they just whipped Iowa, where that offense got rolling. And I'm not sold on Penn State at all, any. And so like, like to the point where it's one of the interesting things about SEC schedule, there's a lot of people circling that Auburn Penn State game going to go that's gonna be the beginning of the end for for uh, Auburn and I'm like I think Auburn's gonna win that day and not necessarily mean anything yeah I mean if you told me that Auburn beat Penn State and went six and six I'd be like oh yeah cool I see it i I think Auburn's gonna beat them I, I I'm just not sold on Penn State at all there was there were too many signs last season of decline for Penn State
3: is James Franklin in trouble if he has a bad year at that place in particular probably or is it you think he's in trouble, or it just turns the heat up? Yeah, it turns the heat up. I don't for know sure. what his last contract I, yeah, was. I,
2: I don't know. I, like, I, I just wonder if you can. I wonder if Penn State is kind of Nebraska-ish, which is you just can't do it That's there a, That anymore. is a
3: that is a great um, comparison there. But I can tell you this: look, and I respect the hell out of the guy. I mean, this guy got it done at Vandy.
2: He did. You know what I mean? He did, but. He got it done at Vandy at a time that the league was a little funky. Tennessee was bad. Georgia wasn't Georgia yeah. yet. They beat us here. Ole Miss was in a transition. Yeah. Um. Carolina was bad. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I don't want to take anything away from him. Yeah. I mean, they covered up some really bad stuff at Vanderbilt. It's it's hard for me to kind of let that go, but. it hasn't it, look he, he look he was at penn state he tried desperately to get that usc gig and couldn't do couldn't yeah. get it so something's up with him like
3: well even I, if it, I, even if like, he's not in trouble do you think let's say he just has a me, another mediocre year okay cuz he i mean they'll find a way to win seven or eight right i guess um they seem to always do. Does he try to find – is he trying to find a way out?
2: Well, he's. that's been the rumors. they has yeah. been trying to find a way out. Like if, if you told me that Auburn opened up, I would tell you that he would be in search of that job.
3: They'll probably get it. Who's going to take that job, dude? We talked about oh, I'm still pissed off gonna, about it. They're going
2: to pay so much I'm money. I'm still pissed off about it. I'm, I'm not going to get on that. Hugh game. Freeze would take that job. I, I had a couple phone calls. <laughs> I mean, Hugh Freeze would take that job. <laughs> yes, he would.
3: Yeah. But I mean, you, Hugh, hire, it, you hire Hugh or do you hire James Franklin? Right, you're the AD at Auburn. You just got hired. Who You got two choices. You hire Hugh or James Franklin. Who's the AD? You are. Okay.
2: Yeah, but I'm trying to do this in a real world. Well, Because no, if it's uh-uh. me. It's not the real world. Okay, okay. If the got, football gods came down and made you AD. I'm going to do your You trick. know what? You can, I'm going to surprise you here. I'd have a condition with Hugh.
3: Can I guess what that condition is?
2: Sure. You control his Twitter. He doesn't have a Twitter. Okay. We control it. Yeah. All we tweet out is, hey, good luck, Coach Pearl, in the big game tonight. Yeah. Hey, kudos to the baseball team. You got two out of three at South Carolina. Way to go, guys. W- women's golf won the SEC tournament. Way to go. War Eagle. Every once in a while, just War Eagle. If we get a commitment, we might go War Eagle. That's it. No more. Not, just not. No, no Yahtzee. He can do whatever. Whatever you want the thing to be. I don't even care if he does the fishing thing. Go out to Lake Martin and catch a bass and do that. I don't care. But we're not searching our name on Twitter and corresponding with people at midnight. Just not doing it. It's probably not a, a very
3: popular take around here, because I think he's, he would he would win there.
2: Yes, because I was going to say is he's a good coach. Um, he's a very good recruiter. He, is. he would be dialed in at Auburn. He would he would have resources. He would be dialed in. And when he is that way, and and hey, look, people can say you know the cheating, whatever, whatever. Everybody's cheating now. It's legal. So, um, they they'd be able to go get players there. He's he's a good coach when he's dialed in. He, he was a, be, the job he did at Ole Miss in twelve and thirteen and fourteen was fifteen two right fifteen two but by fifteen they were starting to have lapses. My opinion.
3: Oh uh, yeah, I wasn't here. They
2: started early. Great the, the the job they did in twelve remains one of the greatest Dude, co- I, one of I, the greatest I, coaching jobs I've ever seen.
3: I've said it. They should build a damn statue out of that twelve team, Jared. If you are still on here, you know what I am talking about. It was a, it was a modern miracle that we won six games. It had like two hundred twenty yards rushing a game. It was crazy.
2: Some people talk about his burner, but I would like the, the clause in his contract would be if I find out you have a burner and we prove it, you are fired.
3: See, if I was an AD, clause would be you have two burner phones.
2: <laughs> no, I would tell him well, he can he could have seven. Well, he, it
3: doesn't matter. Well, no, hold either. on, he
2: can have seven burners. Yeah. He just they can't be on Twitter.
3: Oh yeah. You yeah, yeah. can't a be on account. You, you can't be on Twitter. Yeah. You, get, you get all the
2: burners yeah. you want.
3: We'll go have let's go. Cool. If I was ever in AD, that's that would be my mandatory. All right, guys, here's your school phone and here are your six burner phones. Don't use this one, just leave the plug up in your office, y'all go use these. Yeah.
2: That would be my Or just every so often on this one, order a pizza.
3: Yeah. Send a text every once in a while. When it's legal.
2: All right. How, far how do we get? List? Where we? How we far got down from? the list do I think Freeze would be uh, at Auburn? Yeah, not far.
3: Not very far. close to the top.
2: Very close to the top. Mm-hmm. Very, very close to the top. There's two or three guys maybe in front of him, and, and, I, and I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think Hugh has a. I think if Hugh has a clean, solid year at Liberty, he can get that job.
3: I 150 percent agree with you.
2: Depends on who the AD is too. It's got to be probably. It's got to be an AD who has some familiarity with him. The key
3: with the key with this whole deal is it's who wants him. Who wants him to have the job, right? That's the. It, my list doesn't matter. Your list doesn't matter. It's Jimmy Reigns and the boys' list is the one that matters.
2: And another Jimmy too. And another Jimmy. Yeah. If those two Jimmys want the same thing, it's going to get done.
3: It's going to get done. Mm-hmm. So um, the Jimmy and Jimmy show. How about that? All right. So let's go. Uh, <laughs> How the hell did we get off on that? What game did we I have no idea. (laughs) Keep going.
2: We were talking talking about about Purdue Purdue and 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 James Franklin. Yeah, James Franklin, Hugh Freeze.
3: (laughs) Painkillers, make it rain Thursday. All right, so I'm betting with you. I like this. This is going to be one of my wagers tonight. I'm going uh, Purdue plus three and a half to the point where I almost made it my money line. Oh. I really like, but it's three. I love like three and a half spreads. Like these are my two favorite numbers tonight. Um, I'm betting this game, Purdue three and a half. I like the way they finish. I love Brom. I love everything and what they're doing at Purdue. The only thing I don't like is their rivals to my boys at Indiana, so I hope they win every game but one. Um, look, I like it, man. At home, opening night, I love it. And Purdue kudos to the Big Ten.
2: I said this the other day, I'll say it again. Kudos to the Big Ten for figuring this out and getting big-time matchups on Thursday and Friday. Yeah where there's nothing to compete against, really. I mean, you're competing in some SEC games and stuff, but the Purdue-Penn State's the highlight game tonight. Yep. And then Indiana-Illinois is a big game tomorrow. And if you played it on Saturday, it'd be a dud game. But you played it on Friday, and everybody's like, well, hell, I'll watch this. Right. I'm going to. I'm going to light my grill and open up a couple, and I'm going to watch Indiana-Illinois. And if it were on on Saturday, I probably wouldn't watch a down of it. Yeah. They, yeah. That's smart. Figure out who you are. And put your teams in those spots and play games. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, the Big Ten, SEC better take some notes. The Big Ten's got this thing figured out. From a marketing standpoint, the SEC's going to have to match it. The SEC might have to throw a Friday night game in there here and there sometime.
3: I always wish they would take <clears throat> like a uh, – do because you got the SEC. You got your own network, SEC network. Yeah. Why don't you put like – kind of like the NFL does on Thursday night. What do they do?
2: Don't take a dog.
3: They take the two worst teams in the league, throw them in a color rush game,
2: and you go play on Thursday night. Yeah. I mean, put Vanderbilt, South Carolina on a Friday night. Yeah.
3: Let's do it. I love it. Yeah. All right, my other game tonight that I'm loving, and like I was joking the other day, I was like, you know what? I should have gone there out of college because that's kind of my people. have no, no connection to the place. But I'm taking the West Virginia Mountaineers
2: plus oh, seven and jumping a half. It, jumping into the backyard brawl. I'm all up in it. Okay. One of my I, – I love – that game's in Pittsburgh or Morgan. It's in Pittsburgh. Okay. All right.
3: I'm going with J.T. Daniels and the Fighting Mountaineers and the Neil Browns against. They're getting seven and a half. I like the half points. Very critical right there. Yeah. Just
2: yeah. um, Neil talking to the microphone. Oh, again. you're good. No. Was.
3: Um, I'm loving loving that game tonight. So I will bet. Those are the two games I'm going to bet tonight. Is I'm taking uh, Purdue plus three and a half, West Virginia plus seven and a half. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But sure. this is on this game. It's more of a uh, fandom, I guess. Kind of. A, I got a
2: little. Um, you like the you like the over or the under at fifty and a half on that game? Over. I think I do too. I think both teams score. Yeah, I like. If I was betting the over,
3: I'm not a big I'm not a big over under guy unless I really feel like I know. If I'm betting overs and unders
2: are usually the reason.
3: Um, you know, another one I like kind of like
2: tonight. From a, I'm not betting it, but I like it. I don't mind Minnesota minus thirty six and a half against New Mexico State. <laughs> I just
3: – hey, that will probably hit. Um, I just – I can't do it, man. I, I I can't do the big spreads. I just don't mind that game at all. Sometimes they're fun when it's like 50-something. And you're like, just score once. I
2: don't hate Oklahoma State minus twenty one and a half.
3: Sen- who are they playing? Central, Central Michigan. Michigan? Yeah, Oklahoma State's going to be good. Did you pick that game in uh, in your Maxion?
2: I did. I picked uh, Oklahoma State. Troy was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's good
3: shit. <laughs> That's it. I told my guys at the office, I said, like, you know what I'm going to do to piss everybody off today? We'll come in here and take Mississippi uh, State as a favorite and then take Troy and the points against, and just piss everybody off. That would be, that'd be,
2: be a great live stream. we go straight to freaking zero in the I'm, stream. I'm glad you did not do that. Yeah. Hey, uh, now a word from our sponsor, Better Help. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with the challenge in life, but when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help make you become a better problem solver making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. I've used therapy as a way to handle stress, negative thoughts. My first uh, few years on the Ole Miss beat were not exactly the greatest in the history of the world. And uh, there were some times where I had some real questions about what I had done and I was had some real, real negative thoughts. And I did, seriously, and um, struggled with some stuff. I went to therapy, and it was for me not just a game changer. It was a life changer. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, it's entirely online. You can get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MPW. All right, your uh your brother-in-law was in the news this week. Yeah, man. Uh I guess uh, I was always
3: like hesitant to talk about him a little bit cuz he's always got stuff going on behind the scenes and I guess we can I asked him very specifically. I said, "Can I talk about this on the podcast?" He's like, "Yeah, you can now." So, uh my, Jeff Jeff Hoffman, Jeff with Hoffpark, Park Avenue. Uh my brother-in-law. Um he's like a he's we're close to the same age. I think he's actually a, he's about uh 6 months older than me, Jeff, so just remember that. You're the old man. So very inter- the uh, most interesting man on the planet. He should be on the Dosage Key commercial. All right. <laughs> okay. So Jeff has been a marketing executive forever, uh, and a couple years ago, uh, he met a guy, uh, Dan Everett, that owns uh, Everett Sports Marketing. That's a very it was a boat boutique sports marketing firm, and he was like, "Hey, I want to try this out," and uh, so he's like, "Okay, see if you can go get you a client." So year 1, this is about 2 or 3 years ago now. He goes and gets one running back. Was his only client that year. He goes and gets a guy named Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. It's a good move. Pretty good pick, huh? Hell second of a second round pick. And so he has his only client year 1. And so for those in the in the stream that don't know, so a marketing agent is not like so like Jimmy Sexton and CAA, those are contract agents. And so those guys get 3% of your contract. So every December 31st, whatever you made that year in your contracts, you write a check for 3% and you send it to them. Oh, gross. Not, not after taxes. Right. All right. Well, marketing agents get a, <clears throat> get a bigger percentage. All right. So some go, I mean, you can go anywhere usually between 13 and 18% depending on the agent. So that's where, And that's from all your endorsements, speaking engagements, yeah. things like that. Well, what makes their firm so good is that's all they focus on. They don't deal with the contracts, so they're really good at getting the endorsements, right? So Jeff, his first year, sets the NFL record with Jonathan Taylor on rookie endorsements, and he is a second round pick. He wasn't even a first round pick. Well, when that happened, the floodgates open. Of course, comes, here comes everybody. Of course. And so in that draft class, I guess that would be a uh, a year ago's draft class. You know, he had Mac Jones. He had Kyle Pitts. He had like four first-round guys. Well, when he goes to – he gets Nick Chubb, sees what he did for Jonathan Taylor. Nick Chubb comes over. And then this – it's Jeff being Jeff. I love him to death. He goes to the uh, Alabama National Championship game, and he's going to sign Mac Jones at the game, after the game. Well, while he's there – this guy named Jalen Hurts walks up to him, and just switches over in a conversation. So then he picks up Jalen Hurts while he's there to sign Mac Jones. So he just so he's got you know he's starting to get all these all these players. Well, then last summer we're at the beach, and this bad boy called NIL pops up. He's like, "Man, you think I should do that?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think that's you know we were talking about where it's going, all that stuff." He gets on a plane and goes signs J T Daniels and Sam Howell to NIL deals. He makes them a, a bunch of money. In six months, um, and then he starts doing NIL. So, we we'll tell you all that. I want to give you a little background. So, what he started is he started a company called Park Avenue. Um, I've known about it for about a month now, or a month and a half. He's been going. He has signed a contract, and it's going to be the future of NIL. And I think it's going. It's an unbelievable idea. Uh, so, with South Carolina, basically, what it is to try to, there he's going to put five employees inside South Carolina's facility. All right, South Carolina pays the fee to him, so it's not the it's not per deal. They they pay him an upfront fee. He brings the deals to the players at South Carolina. Now here is where it's an advantage and why every school is gonna to want to do it, and why it will be an a recruiting advantage that everybody has to do. Is an agent some random agent instead of getting a deal and taking eighteen to twenty percent off the top and now giving? So if it's a million dollars, hey, here is your eight hundred thousand. Here is my two hundred thousand. They're gonna get the full deal. Because the the school essentially in their deal with Park Avenue is paying for the fees. Does that make sense? Yes. And so now, as recruiting recruiting pitch, now you got your NIL covered with the the best NIL company out there. I mean, they're representing. And, and all, you're getting all your money. And you're getting every bit of the deal. Right. There's nobody cutting into your deal because technically the school has paid for your fees. And so the articles on ESPN, it was in Sports Illustrated. It's everywhere the last couple of days um but i'm so proud of him man and sure and, and how fast he has risen to the top he has the uh cavender twins if we got some tiktok fans out there he represents the cavender the twins basketball
2: players at miami at miami uh-huh.
3: um and they have,
2: uh, they have a massive following yeah it's like six million or it's something. unbelievable yeah yeah
3: um so if you if you watch tiktok that's 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 him he does though he does the girls uh there uh but just a great phenomenal guy and uh I, I probably should have asked him. He, I will, I will ask him for Monday's show. He has got a deal done for South Carolina already, um, and it involves another university and an underwear brand. That's uh, you can probably put the two, the the uh, the mascot in. The, oh, yes. there's a marketing ploy that's going to be done there. Yeah, that's really really funny. Um, and I, I don't know if it, I can tell that yet or not. But he just told me about it last night. But part of the deal is just so you understand kind of what they do is they want to do a deal with maybe spencer rattler or whoever it is right mm-hmm. and so they're going to get their share but part of that deal is is that everybody at the university is getting a cut of that deal and so just, you could be the backup long snapper and you're getting something does that make sense like it's a deal yeah for and this is where
2: this is where i think this is going and i don't know how long it takes to get there my guess is not particularly long um I don't know whether they're going to call them employees or contractors or what. I don't know how they're going to get that done, but I think I think the players are going to unionize. I think they're going to get, especially with the big league, the big conferences, the the SEC, the the Big Ten, probably the Big Twelve. Whatever happens with the ACC, I don't. It's another conversation for another day. But um, <clears throat> I, I think the players are going to want a much bigger slice of the TV pie, and I think where there's going to be um, a sort of a compromise probably, is I think you're going to see the school. The schools want to have a better handle on NIL.
3: And that's what this allows. And that, this to.
2: allows that, and it lets everybody get something, and yet it lets the ones who are <clears throat> like, I used Cam Newton as an example with Jay yesterday on G-Pits. When Cam Newton was at Auburn, and every little boy in the stands was wearing a blue number two jersey. Yep. It wasn't because they all suddenly liked the number two. It was because of Cam Newton, right? right? So if whoever's bringing the butts to the seats, whoever's the guy that's yeah. making everything go, he's going to make more. Yep. Because that's just how it works, right? If you go to an Angels game, Shohei Otani's making more than the utility infielder. It's life. You know, I mean, I think you're going to get that, but I think they're going to get more control over it. So I think he's he's – He's basically a trendsetter here. He's way ahead of the game.
3: Yeah, and uh, we'll get him on the show uh, sometime. I know we're busy, but we'll get him on the show at some point in time. Um, but it's just the now the cool thing about it in South Carolina. So they paid. I told you this off the air. He he is only at South Carolina for year one. Right. Exclusive. Nobody else can hire them. So this for them, year. it's
2: a competitive advantage for one year. For one year.
3: Now year two, they can't do any other SEC schools. Okay. Or any other South Carolina schools. Right. AKA Clemson. Right. All right. So, but there are, uh, I already know of two that are beating down the door. Sure. For next year already. Um, and they're, and so the South Carolina deal is a two year, $2.2 $2. $2 million deal. Pretty good gig.
2: That is. For one school. Yeah.
3: And um, he. And so he's he, hiring us in two years. Yes, to just yes, come in yes, and yes. just kind of be just, marketing yeah. people. It's pretty, it's pretty fun though. As I was, I was telling you off the air, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. You know, two years ago, I mean, he was doing something different. I was doing something different, and now he's lead lead guy in the NIL stuff, and our company's the lead lead recruiting software out there. And so it's just a, it's a crazy. We've he's doing the NIL. I'm doing recruiting. We've taken the business part, and uh, it's pretty it's a pretty funny story.
2: Well, it is. It also, at the risk of me puffing up your ego here, no, it's something you probably tell your kids. I tell my kids all the time. Like my daughter Caroline is. Uh, The one that I I always say this to because she's a go getter. I mean, she's she's. I always say she's my favorite little capitalist. (laughs) Um, because she doesn't do all this MPW digital stuff for free. I mean, she charges. Overpriced? uh, She she hitting uh, you up?
3: No, no, not overpriced. She's hitting you up. (laughs) But she's probably market value. She doesn't have to worry about the negotiation.
2: Uh, She was the other day just debating whether to raise the price of her spray tans. She was and, and she was evaluating the rest of the market. She's you know other people have seen her make a fortune doing spray tans, and so they smartly yeah. have gotten into the business. And yeah. so, you know, the competition Competition keeps things honest, yep. right? Um, but y- you work hard. You work hard, and, and you, you're you a grinder. And uh, when the thing at Ole Miss didn't work out, you took a couple of days and felt sorry for yourself for a couple of days, yep. and then you said, okay, gotta go. got to go. Got family to feed. Yep. It's, it's my story. Right? I mean, yeah. that day I got fired in Mobile, I thought, I thought, end of the world, man. I mean, I thought, my career's done. I'm, I'm finished. I really did. I thought, I need to go do something else. What the, I spent a week thinking about, what else could I do? I mean, this is all I've ever done. What else could I do? And then at some point, you go, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take that Rivals gig. And maybe I won't stay but two years. And, you know, and there was just, I've built this. I mean, yeah, the podcast network was nothing. Yeah. And we built it. And now it's like today, which three 11 and we've got to be off by four because the butcher versus the spin instructor is going to be streaming at four o'clock. And then Pete's going to be streaming at five. No, but Pete streams at four Campbell and Greg stream at five 30. And then we'll be back on at seven tonight. And people are like, why are you doing that? I'm like, cause well, a, it's kind of fun. yeah, And B it's money. And I'm making more money than I ever would have made. And you're about to be able yeah. to say the same thing. I, I'm making more money than I ever would have made had I stayed in mobile. That's true. And you're making more money than you ever would I'm have made. Definitely making more money than I did when I was in Mobile. How about that? And you're making <laughs> and you're making more money than you would have made had you stayed at Ole Miss as the yeah. recruiting coordinator. I mean, that's just the reality. And so sometimes the lesson that you teach your kids and people out there is work. Do something you like. Yep. Do something you're good at or have a chance to be good at and work hard. Yep. Work hard. Those are those are life lessons. Yep. And and if you and if you're a self starter, like you know, we joke about Lee Cervanian. Right. Give Lee a ton of credit, and right? Because that cat gets up at four thirty in the morning for the last thirty something years, stays and he up, and, and stays he stays up late as hell too. And he grinds. Yep. Yep. And so he did stuff. And you know, I mean, he made a pretty good career for himself. And so I don't know. I, I, does it surprise me that your brother in law's done that? That you've done this? No, not really. Not really. Yeah. Well. Because if you thank you. If you if you work and you grind and you do stuff. It typically works out.
3: Yeah, but I'm 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 excited. It's going to be a uh, family vacation. Is always fun. It's just crazy because me and him used to get in some trouble together. So, all
2: right, you lost a bet uh, last last week. I do. You, you I got you need to make a public. Yeah, uh, I need to make a public, public moment here. A
3: public moment. So, Bob Brucato, our uh, our good friend at Monster, that that uh got us hooked up with all the rain and everything. Yep. I totally he busted my balls the other day because I totally forgot. To mention this on Monday, so Bob played at Northwestern. Okay, and so him and I made a friendly wager on the Nebraska Northwestern game. Yep, for a case of beer. So I am in debt to Bob for a case of beer. Um, and I, I stand corrected. His Northwestern Wildcats put it on the Cornhuskers last week, and so I owe Bob a case of beer.
2: They did. What's well, man of you to admit it here yep. on the show that you lost? Um. Any of the big rules changes strike you as interesting?
3: Well, we talked about the the transfer portal windows yeah. last week. So,
2: what that, about the the stuff on the field about the the quarterback having released the ball? Is it kind of the same call? It's the same rules, kind they, of been right. It's
3: here's my thing: is it's, every year there's some kind of there's there's a rule rule changes and things like that. They'll put emphasis on a rule. There'll be one bad call. Everybody's gonna get pissed off, and they'll start going back to calling the way they've always called it. So I, I don't really. Put a lot of stock in those things—the defenseless player and all that stuff with the quarterback. I mean, come on, guys, we're just—let's well, just go ahead and put flags on. Is that, what, is that what we need to do? We're gonna put flags on. The softness of this country just pisses me off. Rain has kicked in. Now the power—I uh, got well. Pain I'm with
2: you. Look, I, I know you got to protect quarterbacks. Yeah, but, but, damn, but man. But and I'm an offensive guy. But making defensive linemen change—here's what I'm concerned about: a defensive lineman is close to the quarterback. He's accelerated. The ball gets thrown, and now he tries to stop, and he tears his ACL. Now, if now look, here's the deal. I love penalizing the head-to-head stuff. You, you, the the guy that lowers yes. the head, we got to get that out of the game because yes. we don't want guys getting. Yes. we don't want brain injuries. We don't want neck injuries. We want to protect players. But this idea that the quarterback just can't get touched. Is ridiculous.
3: All right. So I have a unique uh, t- uh, opinion on this. So in the NFL, the one that drives me crazy in the NFL is when you hit the guy and your body weight falls on top of you. Right. Th- that's, that's, that's dumb. I hate that. Right. Because you got a 350 pound guy running full speed. It's called physics, man some of it's not in. T- now some of it if you you can see the motion of you scooping you can see when
2: they pick up and slam yes. and that's got to be penalized that's because now you're trying to hurt somebody but
3: some of these are just ridiculous but if but, you're
2: running into the quarterback and he falls and you fall on top of him well you you aren't trying to do that it yeah. just happened and that doesn't need to be penalized the thing is here's the thing that drives me crazy about football just a little bit this is to me this is simple this is yeah this is common sense you know a penalty when you see the penalty. Correct. Call the penalty when you see the penalty. You also know when a guy was not trying to hurt somebody, and got to let that go. You know when a guy like, even sometimes there's a the head to head where a running back lowers his head and ends. That's not a penalty. It just happened. Yep. You also that's know where I get frustrated. You know when a guy launches. You see it. Yes. When you watch the replay, you see it. That's my problem. Here's my problem with replay. I like replay. Stop the game. It's not realistic. Stop the game. Look at it one time and go, was that intentional? Because you know right away, was that intentional or not? Yes or no. And if there's any doubt, then it wasn't. Well, you got some replay on. A-
3: official up there trying to justify his job, and they slow it down 47 times. But here's, I will say this see, about I'm for targeting. slowing
2: it down like one time. Yeah. Look at it one time and go, was that intentional? And if it is clearly intentional, penalty. Let me bring and you if a if it negative. wasn't, go, nope. Let me tell you a negative about targeting that nobody talks
3: about, and you're going to see it, you'll see it tonight. Here's a negative. Okay. Receiver comes across the middle. And he catches the ball, and you're scared. The safeties are scared to death to go high, and so they start going low, and you start hurting knees. Yeah. Like those are dangerous. Like I don't. There's some things about targeting. Now look, it's legit. I'm launching and head to head. Yeah. Yeah. And then what you're talking about is sometimes they're trying to go for the lower target. I mean, you're giving a you're giving a safety, you know, this much space to hit somebody in. And I'm an offensive guy now, yeah. and I'm saying this. So. You're saying hit
2: him in the torso with your shoulder.
3: Yeah, and you got, the game moves really and fast. They're going, and these yeah. people are moving. <laughs> this isn't
2: slow motion. And this is where I'm back to, did you try? Was it intentional or not? And I know you can't read minds. I get yeah. it. But you can see on the field, especially when you watch a replay one time, oh, he meant to do that. Or that's not what he was trying to do. Yeah. But and like, so I just think there's a better way to do it.
3: Yeah, and but and then in the NFL, the reason that they're so stringent on these quarterback rules, in the NFL, is because they're superstars. They're protecting their product. Yeah. Okay. In college, man, I don't know, man. I just we have gotten to the point to where, like you said, is it intentional or is it not? Because some of the stuff that's they need to take that into consideration they don't because was they think dirty? it's a black was and white was it dirty
2: or not yeah you can look at it and you can tell when it was dirty yeah and, and there's if it's some dirty, legal things that are dirty now. sure but you understand what i'm talking yeah. about like the the, the the hits to the head and stuff almost always you can tell when a player lost his temper and got nasty and you can tell when that's not what he was meaning to do or when he was aiming chest high and the receiver dropped his head something like that you're like okay that but that wasn't that wasn't sinister it's a physical game, and accidents are going to happen, and people are going to get hurt. You do want to eliminate as many injuries as you can, especially injuries to the head. And if a player's playing dirty and launching at a player, he's got to go. He's got to go because you got to yeah. send a message that, nope, we're not playing. That, that's how you ruin the game. 100%. But, you, but the game, you can't take the physicality out of the game. It's a physical game. You can take the nasty when I say nasty, I don't mean the offensive line. Well, yeah. I mean, you can take the sinister out of the game. You can take the headhunting out of the game. Absolutely. But you got to – it's it's like my thing about like um, electric vehicles. Yeah, do we need to be figuring out a way to switch to electric vehicles down the road? Sure. Do we need to be shutting down our ability to produce our own fuel right now? Of course not. You got to do every—it's common sense. Yeah. So you can go too far, and you got to be careful that you don't go too far and making the game where it's like not—that's not the game.
3: Yeah, I'm just—I'm over it. Well, like, it is what it is. But we're gonna have a great weekend, man. I'm, I'm excited yeah. to get this thing kicked
2: off. It's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Um, what are we? Two, two and a, half, a little over two and a half hours before Tennessee gets going here. It's I mean, getting exciting. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, oh, I'm fired up for football. This is the day I've been waiting on. This Thursday, and then you got Saturday, and then uh, next weekend. I'm pumped up about next weekend. NFL gets going. I love I love Sunday at noon. All, all right. right, so
3: Monday, I know we're running out of time, but Monday we have to have a punishment for this thing. Okay. All right, so we got to figure this all thing right. out. All right, so you
2: guys in the thread be thinking about what what's the punishment for the loser, and it can't involve.
3: I'm not eating nasty I'm not, shit. Yeah, it
2: can't involve food.
3: I'm not doing that. I'm not eating bugs and shit.
2: Yeah. Maybe the loser has to go somewhere. Super. Do you hate cold?
3: I hate. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe no.
2: maybe it's something along those lines. Got to go to a just ice cold venue in December or something. Montana. Like yeah. Montana playoff like game. like someplace that to a playoff game. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll maybe something like that. We'll we'll come up with something like that and uh, probably find a sponsor for something like that to pay yeah. for the travel and get some. Yeah, we we'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. Hell rain might do it at that point. You know they might might send us up there with some gear.
3: Bob says he's gonna come. He's gonna come in town and see us and take us to dinner.
2: Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, he's, one of these days. All right. So uh, thanks to everyone in the stream. Always good to see you guys. I'll remind you that we are brought to you. Uh, Tyler's got to pick an EPL club. If you lose, I'll just make sure I win. <laughs> We've been brought to you by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel. Three hundred milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I got to be honest now. I like you know, and I've been honest with yeah. you. I've liked like I don't think I'd like Melon Mania because I just don't like melon. Yeah,
3: that's why I went Red Dragon.
2: And I like the uh, the the orange uh, the. This is
3: the Inferno is what jalapeno strawberry was in. Bob wanted me to tell you that.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to have to order that. Well, they they discontinued it. Okay. You can only can get that on on Amazon. Amazon.
3: Yeah. He sent us some. They got some stuff on the way, by the way. Okay.
2: But this is fantastic. It is. If you like fruit punch.
3: This is my new favorite.
2: Yeah. This is the leader in the clubhouse for me. And it's
3: got the citrulline in it that speeds up your metabolism. Yeah. mine's
2: Mine's just like rolling right now. I can tell.
3: All right, so uh, we're going to get out of here at this point. Uh, you won't talk about COVID right now, since you're juiced up.
2: No, no <laughs> I do not. Um, I'm taking my headphones off. Don't forget the uh, don't forget to stay in the stream. Uh, we'll be back at four o'clock in the stream. Uh, Pete's pigskin preview. We will take a look at Ole Miss and Troy, kind of X's and O's strategy. Uh, Pete knows coaches on both staffs, so it's, it was a really uh, really good interview with him. It's about an hour long. I think you'll enjoy that. At five thirty, go Trojans. Uh, stop at, uh, five 30. We'll, we'll have the butcher versus the spin instructor, Greg Jones, Campbell McCready, take their, uh, their shots at week one in the sec. And then, uh, chase Parham and I will be with you tonight at seven for hand raised guys. Taylor Zarzer will join in hour number one. Taylor will be uh, on the call Ole Miss and Troy on Saturday afternoon. So we'll talk to Taylor about a lot of that stuff. And then we'll take your calls on the rafters music and food hotline. Call in Sean. After that, hopefully Sean will, um, We'll call. No, I will not refer to Lane as coach at next week's press conference. I just will not do it. I, that's, his name is Lane. He's not my coach. If he coached me, I would refer to him as Coach Kiffin, but he's Making not. This is, this is absolutely like a, a, a no-go for me. His name is Lane. He calls me Neil, if he if he even knows my name. He calls me Neil. He would call me Neil. He would not call me Reporter McCrady. and so there's no reason for me to call him Coach Kiffin. He would not go, hey, Reporter any more than I would say, hey, coach. If we were just having a conversation, he would refer to me as Neil, I would refer to him as Lane, and that would be perfectly fine because we're both grown men. I don't play for him. It's it's a simple thing. If I talk to Kermit Davis, I don't say, hey, Coach Davis. I say, hey, Kermit.
3: Why? Know, because his name's Kermit. Do you know you're one of the very few people on this planet that actually call me Tyler?
2: What do most people call you? Asshole. <laughs> I walked into that one. All right, the uh, <laughs> loser has to shave his head. That's a safe bet. I'm in on that. One. Yeah, I'm I'm there anyway. All right, we'll let you go. Thanks to everybody for being with us. Thanks again to people at Rain, at Walkons, at uh, BetterHelp for making uh, this show possible. We will be uh, back with you on Monday with Overreaction Monday. We'll have games in the books. It's gonna get. Uh, we will find out who's winning, who's losing in our picks, and we'll go from there. So until next time, for uh, Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. Take care.